Welcome to Power, Strength and Vulnerability, the mental health podcast. It's time to make mental health a normal conversation with your host, Shane Kelton. Welcome to another podcast, Power, Strength and Vulnerability. I'm your host, Shane Kelton, and today... We have a guest who you've uh, heard from before. Um, his name is Peter Cassidy. Welcome, Peter. Thanks again, mate. You'll uh, you'll be an expert at this now. You can, you'll probably interview me <laughs> through this through this one. No, um, you you reached out after listening to the last one, and um, you you it didn't really sit with you that well, did it? In terms of you wanted to speak again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll explain. I'll, I'll jump in there. Um, yeah. So I suppose um, we sort of last time we spoke on this, so we sort of covered every like everything that had happened in my life and 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 uh, situations that had, um, I suppose put me on that on the sort of path that I was on. Um, and yeah, I just I I, I feel that um, you know. I, like I wanted to cover more about uh, what's what's going on now, the good, the good and the bad um, stuff, and and things that I'm that I'm still doing, and um, you know things that I'll continue to do, and all, and all that sort of stuff, and yeah, hopefully give you a bit more uh, insight into myself, and um, hopefully we can help a few more people. Uh, yeah, per- perfectly summed up, um, and I'm all for having a part two. I. We spoke briefly off air before this and, um, you know, I listened to it and I, I thought the first podcast is really good. Um, I listened back to it as well and, um, yeah, it would be good to for figure out um, how everything is going now and talk about all that stuff. And so if those that haven't listened to the first podcast, um, it does give a really good insight into um, where a lot of Peter's struggles potentially come from and um, now I guess we'll touch base on what is happening now and what has happened the last couple of years and um, I'll let you take it away and I'll ask questions as we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, <clears throat> probably two years ago I split with um, River's um, mum, Bridie, um, probably two and a half, oh, about two and a half years ago. And then a while after that, I met um, a girl called Abby who uh, was probably probably the one that's going to sound real weird coming out of my mouth, uh, you know, all that mushy sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, uh, definitely the one that um, I suppose uh, you could say got away or, you know, um, whatever. So sort of met her and, um, yeah, uh, probably over the, over the last six months, I, I turned back to, um, alcohol and that, and that sort of stuff and, um, sort of chose, uh, that as more of a priority, um, than, uh, I suppose, uh, family and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's, that's been real hard to, to deal with, um, you know, losing her and, and, and the boys losing her and all that sort of stuff's been a real killer and something that I, that I still uh, struggle with every day and, um, you know, something that I, I hope I can, uh, I suppose, mend eventually. But, um, yeah, that's uh, basically the rundown of the last, you know, two, two years or something like that. I, I, was, I was pretty good for a while and, um, you know, Going back to, to the first podcast, uh, when me and Abby first met, um, I was do, I was doing that course. I was about 15 weeks into that course. Um, yeah, so that was that men's behavioural course. Yeah, yeah, the men's men's behaviour change program. Uh, that was down in Baronia. So I was doing that. I was about 15 weeks into that, and I was doing really good. Um, you know, I was I was doing all my check ins and making sure I was on I was on the ball and uh, making sure that I wasn't, I suppose, uh, going off the rails or, or doing things that I wasn't supposed to be doing and making sure that I was putting, um, firstly my myself. Uh, first, and and then my family, my boys, and and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so I, I was doing really well when me and Abs first met, and then uh, as you would have heard in the first podcast, I sort of 
Um, you know, thought, fuck, this is easy. Uh, this 20 weeks of, of the men's behaviour change program has changed my life. I'm a new man. Um, and then sort of come to the realisation in the last six months that uh, it's it's – it, it's not um, it's not fixed, and it, it probably it probably never will be. It's something that I'm always going to have to work on, um, you know, and, and be on top of because I, you know, sort of let let the reins go a little bit, and uh, yeah, I've I've ended up back in a position that I promised myself I'd never be in. Um, you know, I've potentially, well, I ha- I have, um, you know, lost lost another lost another. Uh, family, or you know, and the, the boys have lost lost someone who they really, really adored, and and I really adored, and um, you know, people people like that don't come around. Uh, people like that don't come around, you know, every day, and it, it's it fucking it really it really really cuts me that um you know I, I sort of let myself go, and um in, in turn I suppose um let her go as well, and. Yeah, so that's basically. I don't. Yeah, I don't know where to, where to go from there. That's basically the last two and a half years uh, in in a short sort of um, in a short sort of story. Um, yeah, yeah. So, look, I'll, I'll, I'm ha- I'm happy to ask some questions just off uh, based off that, and I guess why why I am asking these questions and why I'm speaking to you about this is because. I do know a lot of males um, who, uh, I guess, do make mistakes, um, have fall back into their old traps and habits and uh, realise they need help but probably don't realise until it's a little bit too late um, and there's, there's a lot of them out there. So I think this could be really helpful for a lot of people because uh, as in the first podcast you did accept responsibility and, and you are making changes and there was some – you know, really, I guess really good comments in there that, you know, what what you're fighting for and what you're working towards and stuff like that. And so what I'll, I guess I'll we'll talk about the boys and, and how old they are um, yep. and, you know, what what that looks like for you at, at or what it did look like for you when you were with each partner um, and what it looks like now. Yep. All right, so might as well just start um, with Kylie. So my oldest boy, Bowden, uh, he's five now. He's just started school this year, which he's uh, he, he's stoked about. He um, uh, he's a total opposite to me. Everyone says, "How how the fuck is he your child?" He <laughs> uh, it's it's true, mate. He's he's so well mannered. Um, you know, he is the nicest, most down to earth. Um, quietest, weirdly creepy, not creepy, but just like, just weird for a five-year-old. Like he, it's, he's just not normal and everyone just, no one can believe it when I say, oh, this, this is my son. They're just like, you're taking the piss, aren't you? But, um, (laughs) they do, mate. It's, it's the truth. He, he's the, he's the total opposite. He, you know, Bloody please, thank you, everything. He he's just the most kindest, sweetheart kid you you'll ever meet. Um, I sort of, uh, I suppose, being his dad and 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 you know and his mum, we always like you always you know pump him up and tell him you know say how how good they are and stuff. But yeah, there's not one person that's um that's ever said a bad word about him or it's just everyone loves him, mate and. Yeah, so that's that's a bit about him. He's yeah. So if you could imagine me, he's uh, the the exact opposite. So that's yeah. probably a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So we had uh, me and Kylie were living in uh, Upper Berkshire Gully uh, when we had him. Uh, we lived there for about uh, two or three months, um, and then we actually split up. Uh, which wasn't good, and she moved out uh, Preston Way. So I, I was heading out there after work and on weekends and all that sort of stuff to visit him. And it was sort of, um, I suppose, sort of amicable. Um, you know, we sort of didn't know where um, we we were going. You know, whether we were, we were going to stay together or whether we were going to break up. It was sort of on and off. And um, then I met. Um, 
Bridie, then I met Bridie Rivers' mum, and uh, that obviously the relationship between me and Kylie um, fell away, and uh, things turned turned bad. Um, you know, she, obviously she was she she was uh, she was very upset, and uh, probably didn't deal with it um, the way the way I, I should have. Uh, how, how, did you, how did you deal with that? Uh, well, pretty much I, you know, sort of met Bridie and, um, you know, new love and all that sort of stuff. And I suppose ne- never, never forgot about him. I always, always went out there and all that sort of stuff. And I was sort of stuck, stuck between a, a rock and a hard place. And, um, you know, I, I was uh, rightly or wrongly going between between both of them and trying to work out um, what I what I wanted. Uh, a bit behind uh, Bridie just to, to paint the picture as to why it, it was so hard for me to um to you know why why it wasn't um oh how am I going to word this? Uh, sorry, mate. Give me a sec. Um, You're all right. I suppose um, I'll tell you about Bridie just because I want to sort of explain why it wasn't um, why it was a tough why it was a tough decision to leave um, Kylie and that why it wasn't so why you know people are probably going to sit there and go well, you know they were your family how how do you sort of how do you sort of pick someone else over, over your family and that and the reason behind that is. I've known Bridie uh, since I was about uh, 10, 11, something like that, probably a bit older, probably 12. Um, and she was sort of always the one, uh, you know, that that um, we were always sort of, we always wanted to catch up or, you know, wanted something to happen, but she lived in frigging Yellingbow, which is, you know, a Yellingbow is out past New Wari Alec and that, and I've always been a furniture girl her own your boy, um, you know, and being teenagers, it wasn't exactly easy to catch up and all that sort of stuff. So it was always, she was always in the back of my mind, I suppose, and um, uh, it, it, it never happened. And then uh, when all this stuff with Kylie happened, uh, you know, and, and we split up, um, I suppose I, I started talking to her and we started talking and it sort of took off and uh, it was a lot easier, you know, being adults and, and being able to get to and from places and all that sort of stuff by ourselves. So it probably kicked off and that's why, um, you know, it's it sort, it sort of made it, 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 really, it a real difficult decision to um, to, to leave Kylie, um, you know, or, or to, to give up on something that, was sort of there for a long time. Um, yeah, I, I, I now I feel real guilty for for the way I handle things and and all that sort of stuff. I wish I'd have been a little bit older and a little bit wiser, and um, I suppose a little bit more caring um, to to the way she was feeling. Uh, I mean, she is a little bit older and was was ready to settle down and. Um, and all that sort of stuff. And at the time, I've um, you know been a new love and happy and all that sort of stuff. And probably didn't give her the attention or, or you know the conversation or, or anything that she that Kylie deserved. Um, you know, after a breakup and all that sort of stuff. So we ended up uh, fighting a lot, and and I ended up not seeing Bowden for about six months. Uh, which which was which was really tough, um, and yeah, almost almost broke me a few times. Uh, but thankfully, we sort of we sort of uh, nutted out a few things, and um, you know, it wasn't. Uh, I suppose. Um, I mean, it was, it was probably amicable. Uh, we obviously weren't best friends. It was sort of a more high, you know. Here's your son. You know, here's Bowden. Um, you know, catch you later. That sort of thing. Um, which wasn't nice, but it was good for both that um, he got to see us both and, you know, it was good that he was happy and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's probably – that's – go, mate. Do you yeah. think uh, – because I, I do have a lot of uh, people I speak to who go through uh, breakups and stuff like that. And do you think that at the start you – by his parents, you probably both put your own emotions and feelings first because they were just so overwhelming. And then there was a time that one probably before the other, you realise, you know, 
this isn't about us, this is about our son, was it? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, definitely. And like, I don't, I don't want to point the, I don't want to point the finger. And I'm, I'm happy to take, um, you know, half the blame for this. And I, I can understand, uh, what, why she done it. I mean, I wasn't uh, at that stage. I wasn't um, partying or doing drugs or anything like that. Uh, but the way I handled the whole situation, um, you know, and. And, and that she sort of, well, she, she, she kept him from me for six months. Um, you know, like I was allowed to go and visit him, but I had, it had to be at mum's, at my mum's house or you know, th- things like that, which, um, you know, we, we did and, um, you know, and it, it eventually led, led to me having him and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, definitely, um, both of us at times, uh, rightly or wrongly, um, you know, we, we both definitely put our own own feelings and, you know, and I, I suppose sort of resented each other and, and, and uh, you know, de- look, I can't, I can't speak for her, but um, the, the way it looked to me and, and the way that I felt definitely, um, you know, we've done things that were nasty and, um, you know, out of character for both of us and things that um, I'm not proud of and I'm sure things that she's not proud of and um, probably because uh, we, we didn't like each other um, at the time and it, it, di- it didn't hurt uh, me. I mean, it didn't hurt, well, it, it did because um, it did because I didn't, I didn't get to see my son and, I mean, nasty words and all that uh, certainly aren't nice to hear and they're certainly not nice to say. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I think we definitely let our emotions get the better of us, um, which which I'm definitely not proud of. And, and I, said, I said I would have said a lot of things that, um, yeah, I would have said a lot of things that I wish I could take back. You know, I wish, um, you know, I wish never happened and, and, all, and all that sort of stuff and, uh, I suppose, uh, just speaking for myself, I, you know, if, if I could, if I could apologise to her um, over this, I, I've apologised to her many times, and uh, we actually got a really good relationship now, which is, which is fantastic for for Bowden and 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 all that. Um, but if, yeah, if, if if one, if I could take, if I could take one thing out of it. Um, and, and go back and change one thing and it'd be the way that, that it all went down and, um, you know, probably sit down and explain a bit more rather than, uh, I suppose, just, just walking out and um, telling her this, this, this is how it is and, uh, yeah, you know, uh, hopefully look after boats a bit more and, and um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's a tough situation for anyone. Breakups, um, when someone's feeling changes, there's, there's, it, it sucks. It does suck for both people. I think what, as life, we sort of tend to fall to one side and it must hurt the one person more than the other. But realistically, it's a hard decision for both people. And it's just a, it's a shit situation when there's a kid involved because, everyone's got feelings and emotions and thoughts on the situation. And when they don't meet it, like it's a shitstorm for disaster. And what you've got to remember ultimately is what matters is what's best for the kid. And I guess being away from your son for six months, how did that make you feel um, through that period of time? Now I'm not saying this only happens to males because females do get kept from their kids as well. Um, But it, so it is what it is, but how did it make you feel through that time? Um, yeah, well, uh, shit ass, mate. <laughs> there, I don't, think, I don't think there's there's many words. Like, you know, every 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 negative word you could you 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 could um you could think of is the way I was feeling. I mean, you know, yeah. You, you build your whole life around them and, um, you know, they, they become your life. They become everything that you're looking forward to, to going home to and, and waking up to. And, um, you know, they're, they're a product of you and there, there's nothing, there's nothing more special that you can share with someone, um, than, than a child. And, uh, I mean, especially with my, sort of tough upbringing and, um, you know, watching mum and dad fight all the time and, and, and things like that. It's certainly not how I wanted my, uh, children to grow up. And, um, I certainly wanted to, um, 
you know, give him a better upbringing than, than I gave myself, than, than um, I had myself. And, um, yeah, it, it, it tore me apart, mate. And there was, there was times where I was, I was ready to give up and, and all that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, thankful for, for Bridie and, and all the support that I had around me. Uh, I, I got through it and, um, you know, dug deep and me and Kylie eventually came to a, um, you know, an agreement and all that sort of stuff. And uh, it was baby steps at the start, um, you know, which I didn't didn't really agree with. Uh, you know, I, I was keeping goals and doing all the right things. And um, But it, it is what it is. I mean, you've got to make sacrifices sometimes and that's what I had to do. I had to sacrifice um, a bit of my own time and, and do things um, the way that um, I suppose I didn't want to do them. Uh, but that's just what I had to do to see to, to see Bowden and that, and um, that's what I've done, mate. And yes, yeah, thank God, turned the corner, and um, you know, and 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 now everything's everything's beautiful. But yeah, it, it certainly it wasn't nice. It was probably one of the hardest um, times in my whole life, uh, you know, to, to to have your boy taken away from you. Um, you know, uh, yeah, he's is is really tough. And sorry, mate, I'm just plugging in my freaking phone. It's gonna die. Um, You're all right. Yeah, it was it was just tough, man. Um, yeah, there's I don't know what more um, to sort of say about it, but um, yeah, it was it was definitely a struggle. Uh, so, so the, ne- the next the next phase of your life, life obviously, um, you went through that struggle. What 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 did that look like? Um, um, I suppose it's, it really changed day to day. Um, you know, some days were a lot harder than others. Um, you know, uh, he was born in, um, he was born in, uh, October and I didn't, um, see him. I think I saw him a couple of times between then and Easter the following year. Um, so it was, yeah, it was, it was tough. Some days were, some days were really good. Um, yeah, some days were really good and, and, you know, I sort of got through it and I would speak to him. But, um, if, if we were arguing or something like that, um, you know, all communication got shut off and, um, yeah. I really, I really struggled with, with things like that. And back then I probably wasn't the nicest, nicest person and, uh, probably, uh, I definitely didn't handle things the way, uh, you know, an adult should or, or a parent should, uh, you know, swearing and, and all that sort of stuff through conversation and uh, certainly isn't going to get you anywhere. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, probably very, like lots of ups and downs. I mean, I was, um, you know, I was, I was happy. Um, you know, with everything else, it was just, um, you know, missing Bowden and all that sort of stuff. So, um, work, uh, nothing changed with work. I was working all the time. Um, you know, uh, I would have been training for footy or, or just getting ready to play footy and all that sort of stuff. So outside of, um, the, the whole, uh, Bowden situation, uh, life was pretty normal. I mean, I had, bad days where, uh, you know, like I'd be thinking about him all day or, you know, I'd be in tears and, um, you know, they were probably the days that me and Kylie were arguing or, um, you know, or, or something like that or some something special would come up, you know, whatever it was, he, his four months or five months, you know, or, or whatever it was. Um, those sort of days were really hard for me. And but um, other than that, mate, um, yeah, I mean, look, I would I would have carried around um, a lot of guilt, and I suppose um, I would I would have been. Um, I can remember feeling like not. I was never. I suppose you always you'd always be uh, somewhat somewhat gutted, but I sort of just. That was I had to just get on with it, mate. I couldn't, you know, sit there and, and, and do nothing. So I just suppose I had to. I just kept kicking goals and kept doing what I had to do. Um, you know, to I mean, I got you know sort of a few, um, like I suppose a timeline of of, of what was going to happen, when it was going to happen, um, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, like being boat and being able to stay at our house and um, you know and and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. 
So, yeah, I sort of had that and I, I suppose I just had to keep ticking things off and, and, and just keep doing the right things and there was there was a few ups and downs and, and disagreements where uh, me and her probably went off the track a little bit and, um, and, and you know, probably put ourselves first again but uh, usually it didn't take too long to get back on track and, and sort of get 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 where we want to start, start going where we wanted to, where we wanted to end up and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. It was a tough time in my life for sure. Um, yeah, certainly, uh, lots of struggles, but, um, you know, outside of that, um, still lots of highs and, and, and playing footy and, and working and, um, you know, obviously, Variety and you know a whole new family and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, meeting all her, meeting all her family and, and playing footy and um, I think I just moved to um, Mount Evelyn then. So uh, you know, meeting new mates and all that sort of stuff. So there certainly was a lot of uh, a lot of ups, but um, yeah, there's certainly a lot of heartbreak and and all that sort of stuff in that time for me. So, how long after this did the second young fella come along? So they are about two years apart. So, um, pretty close. I think two years and a month, or oh, two years and yeah, half a month. So, um, yeah. So probably or just over a year that makes it done. It. Uh, we found out we were pregnant. Me and um, Bridey. And yeah, and then nine months later, mate, a little river popped out. Yeah. Um, how, yeah. How was that for you? Uh, yeah, mate, it was just as good as the first one. I mean, um, yeah, you know, it, it was really exciting. Um, yeah, they're awesome, mate. They're, they're kids who. Kids are the best. So I can't speak more highly of them. Um, you know, I probably uh, should have counted my blessings with Bowden, uh, you know, being how good he is. And then uh, we had River, and as much as I love him, he he's uh, <laughs> my, my karma, that kid. He, he's he's in, <laughs> very loving and very cuddly and all that sort of stuff. But um, if you if you turn your back, you'd be you'd climb the fucking walls and... Um, the other day, just just for instance, the other day, um, Bridie gave him, um, Bridie gave him a paintbrush. Oh no, she gave him a screwdriver, and um, she walked out of the room, and she came back in, and he used the screwdriver to open the paint tin, and he painted all the back of the couch, her brand new bed sheets, and yeah, oh, so, wow. yeah, he's uh, you you can't. You can't turn your back on him because he he's a menace and he he's very he's very smart and um yeah we'll we'll get into a lot of things and uh, yeah so yeah he's he's my he's my uh, karma little riffs um we love him dearly but um uh, yeah he, he's a bit of a turd that kid so uh hey, what did what did the uh... I guess the future look like after that, after having the second, second child for you mm-hmm. to, to a second mother. Yeah. Um, look, certainly didn't want to make the same mistakes that, uh, I made in the first one. Um, and I suppose, yeah, you know, he, he came along and, um, ended up being an emergency, uh, C-section, which, um, is not what Bridey wanted. And, um, Probably, oh, well, de- def- definitely Scarter and, um, you know, I mean, I didn't, and she, she still brings it up to me now, I sort of didn't appreciate um, what, what she put her body through um, at the time. I mean, you know, getting cut open and, and having half-year-old and a fucking baby pulled out your stomach is, is major surgery and um, I've yeah, I suppose we 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 had River and um it, it was really you know, it, it was awesome it was lovely um you know as as all children are and um yeah it was good mate we had we had Bowden at that stage and um you know now now we had little Rips and we're living up at um 
Brought his parents' house and, you know, they were really good and we we're uh, looking at renovating the, the big shed that they've got there and all that sort of stuff. So things are certainly looking up for us and um, very happy and, um, yeah, it, it was it was all good news, mate. Um, yeah, I don't know what where do you want to go from here. Um, <laughs> well, did it did it take a turn? Well, I'm guessing it took a turn at some point, or well, well yeah, we're no longer yeah. together. So, um, yeah, it, it it certainly did. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of mishaps for me and partying and um, doing doing things that I probably shouldn't have been doing and and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, did did yeah, you get I, complacent? Did you um, think look I don't I've got think, my kids. I don't, I don't think I I don't think I got I don't think I got complacent because I never um I never thought I had a problem. Um you know, I I, I never thought I had a problem. So um, you know, like uh there there was times um you know, where I might have fucked up on the on the alcohol or, you know, or or something like that or down the footy club or, or whatever, but um <clears throat> They, you know, like we sort of, we sort of had it out, and um, that was that was sort of the end of it. And uh, um, yeah, so I, I suppose I never, yeah, not it's it hasn't really been until the last six months that I've I've sort of sat down. I mean, when I done that men's behaviour change program, um, opened my eyes a little bit, I suppose, to uh, what I'd been through and um, the sort of person that I was, and. Um, like all the work that I needed to uh, to do to get to get there, but back then, no, I don't think I was complacent because I I um, I suppose didn't think I, I didn't. Well, I probably was complacent, but I didn't think that I had a problem, so I didn't notice it um, yep. as much yep. as much as you know I have in the last uh, 12, 18 months. Um, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I suppose. Um, I looking back now, I I wish I had of um, I wish I had of uh maybe had a look at, at at what happened the first time and and all the mistakes I made um so so I didn't make them again and um you know so so I did, so I didn't hurt hurt another person who um who who meant something to me and and then obviously the boys um. You know, Bowden grew real fond of Bridie and and her parents and all of her family. Um, you know, and then unfortunately, um, yeah, I suppose had it ripped away from him and didn't have, um, didn't really have a say in it or didn't didn't understand why uh, what was happening was happening. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I've just had two dogs wandering the bedroom. Uh, so that's where I'm recording because the leash is watching TV and they're just <laughs> staring at me. Like, let me up, let me up. Um, so that's that's good old isolation life. The dogs are addicted to us now. I don't know how we're going to get away from this when it's done. Um, so you, you speak about, you know, making those mistakes. I mean, what, what were those mistakes? And when... When we talk about mistakes, and because I kind of know where you're going to go with it a little bit, it, they're adaptions to the to what we the way we've adapted to life. And I listened to a podcast uh, the other day um, from Dr. Ranjan Chatterjee, and he was interviewing John McAvoy. And um, I wasn't listening in great detail, but the gist of it was he ended up becoming a burglar um, and got done for um, robbery and doing ten years in prison and. He never realised what he was – he knew what he was doing was wrong, but he'd grown up seeing that behaviour from the people around him. So yeah. it was just a learnt behaviour. Now, I am gathering that what you – the mistakes you were making were just learnt behaviours really. Well, yeah, it was – yeah, basically um, everything that was happening in the, in the first podcast, mate, just the uh, – you know, and just I suppose being around, I probably put uh, my my image, you know, or or the way that I wanted to um, be portrayed above my family. So um, I suppose to explain that in a bit more depth, um, 
probably, you know, like be, being at the footy club and uh, rather than, you know, saying, saying as I walk out of the door, I'll be home after footy, um, you know, and then getting there and the boys sort of raising you up and going, yeah, fucking stay for a few beers and then, um, you know, go, going out all night and, you know, I suppose wanting to be one of the boys and, and, and all that sort of stuff and um, which – yeah, it is. I, I suppose isn't isn't a bad thing. Um, but when you're doing it constantly, it uh, it's certainly it's certainly not good for um yourself and, and your family and uh, your relationship and all that sort of stuff. So that was probably um, yeah, that was probably the the, the big one. I, I was sort of more worried about um how I looked to other people rather than um how I was looking to my family or. or how um yeah I suppose I was acting towards them yeah how I was acting towards them yeah so I mean um yeah it's 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 certainly not a good look but um unfortunately that's the uh path I chose and um yeah it it, um yeah certainly had to pay the pay the price for it and um yeah, wish wish I could change it but uh unfortunately you can't go back and change the past and um yeah, so that's that's basically it, mate. I yeah, sort of was more worried about how I looked at other people rather than uh, the people that actually mattered uh, most. Yeah, so which is uh, ridiculously common um, in sporting clubs in uh, in life. Really, you you want to be portrayed as this person, but there's something in you which is telling you it's not the right thing to do, but you don't want to. I guess know what the other alternative is. You don't want to have the messages from the boys at three AM, and you're missing out and stuff like that. So, mm. kind of, you, you do you fall into that trap, and um, it doesn't usually work out well, unfortunately, um, for a lot of people. You wouldn't be alone in this, and that's hopefully we can hopefully help people that might be listening to this to go shit. I actually need to pull myself into line before it's too late. Um, yeah. So it turned. Um, I'm I'm guessing she left you. Um, yeah, yeah. So she did. So I ended up moving. Uh, Mark Holly, you know Holes. Um, yep. He ended up going down to uh, Mount Lilydale uh, Footy Club and, and coaching down there. So um, I went down there and uh, played footy there and was captain down there and. Uh, you know, it was really good. And the following year, we are looking to move to Croydon North um, to move back to the AFL and all that sort of stuff. So that was that was really exciting and all that. And um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't drinking when I first went down to the club. And uh, you know, Holes gave me the captaincy and, and put a lot of faith in me and uh, all that sort of stuff, which which was really um, I suppose massive for me. And I really pushed for it and uh, you know trained all preseason to make sure I was at all the all the meetings and all that sort of stuff. Um, I suppose probably to the point where it, it sort of um, pissed Brady off. I was probably there a bit too much, um, you know, and, and, and again, wanting to be, um, you know, I suppose that person that everyone looked up to and all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, I, I didn't have the I didn't have the balance between uh, my social life and my home life, uh, which is probably where I went wrong. Um, again, same story. Um, fell back into um, fell back into that trap, and uh, you know, eventually started drinking and and you know, hanging out down the footy club and and basically fucking up again, and you know, not coming home after footy or trainings and all that sort of stuff, and. Uh, then I started the, I started the course and, um, you know, I, we, we, we tried to fix things, but I think it was just a bit too late, mate. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, things took a turn for the worse and, um, yeah, she, she did end up leaving me and, uh, you know, took River with her and I probably didn't even speak to him, um, for, for a good month, um, not not just not seeing him. I didn't even speak to him, you know, on the on the phone or anything like that. Just because um, of where I was at, um, you know, I was, I was doing drugs and 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 drinking again, and um, basically just back back to my old habits. And um, yeah, so that's sort of what 
uh, that was sort of the turning point that pushed me into going and doing that um, that men's behaviour change program and all that sort of stuff. Um, was was that uh, I'd, I'd had enough, mate. I, I needed to make a change. Otherwise, uh, if if we if we're going to be honest on here, um, like I know, you, like I know you love, uh, I, I probably wouldn't be here, mate. I I needed to make some drastic changes, and I needed to make them quick because. Uh, you know, to, to hurt not only two people who, um, you know, meant, meant a lot to me, to hurt my two boys as well and, um, you know, my family and everyone that actually cared about me and, you know, and was there for me and all that sort of stuff uh, really cut me deep and I didn't see um, – I, I didn't see a future, I suppose, for myself. Um, you know, I, I – uh, it's gonna get me all emotional. Um, yeah, it it um yeah it, it it nearly broke me, mate. And there was times where, uh, mate, I was driving down the freeway on the way home from work, and I just wanted to fucking, you know, just just drive off a fucking bridge. Or yeah, it's uh the the thoughts I was having were 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 terrible, and um, Bridie stuck with me. You know, for a bit after all that went down, and while I started my course, it was probably just too far gone to be saved. So, um, I needed to make some drastic changes. And I needed to make them quick, so um, you know, so I could be sitting here talking to you and um, and all that sort of thing. So that's what I've done, and uh, thankfully, it um, helped me turn a corner somewhat. Uh, got me back on the straight and narrow, and. Um, you know, uh, I suppose, um, being in there with, with 20 big burly men and, you know, all of you pouring your heart out and, you know, saying how hard it is, you know, saying, um, talk, talking about your problems and all that sort of stuff sort of, uh, made me realize that I wasn't on my own and, um, you know, everyone makes mistakes and it was all about, um, you know, all of us being in there and, and being open and um, I suppose making making the first steps to, to changing and, and to being a better person and um, yeah, so that um, that probably uh, saved my life. Um, I suppose I've got to thank uh, Paul and and, and uh, Tanya for that. Um, they were the two mediators uh, down there at each in Bronya. Uh, they they certainly changed um, certainly changed my life, turned my life around, and um, yeah, got me got me back on back on the back on the straight and narrow, and uh, yeah, I suppose towards a towards a better life, and uh, opened up uh, my vision a lot more about uh, my issues, and and um, and yeah, you know, sort of. Uh, made me realise that, that I do have problems and the more I ignore them, the, the bigger they're going to get and the more I'm going to lose. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically it, mate. I love the word understand because I think we're too judgmental uh, of ourselves and each other. I think it's very much about understanding why things happen and then we then have the ability to change them. Whereas if we judge something, we kind of don't change them. We, we have a negative reaction to that. Now, anything can be changed, um, but you need to understand it and you need to evaluate it and you need to learn from it. Is that basically what you learned through that period of time? You know, all right, what I'm doing, I understand why I'm doing it now. Um, yeah, I suppose that's that's a good way to word it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I always, when you do something bad, it's not like you do something bad and you go, oh, and and you don't think that what you're doing is wrong. You every time you do something wrong, you 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 know that it's wrong. Um, you probably don't. Yeah, you you're right. You probably don't understand. Um, you know why you're doing it, or um, you probably uh, what would you say? Um, you know. Uh, I mean, I didn't I didn't realize all the problems I had 
um, through like were from childhood and and things that I'd been through and things that I hadn't dealt with and all that sort of stuff. So I suppose the yeah it did it opened my vision a lot more to uh, why I behaved I did why I acted the way I did um, you know why I done the things I did uh, why I was the way I was and, and and all things like that. So the course was probably and I say this to everyone I say I say it to people with problems people without problems if you went and done that course, you would get something out of it. There's not a person in the world that could go and do that course, do that course and not get anything out of it. It's, it's the best thing I've ever done. And I actually am uh, thinking of going and doing it again. Um, I've been talking to Paul and um, going in there, not, not as a mediator, but um, as someone that uh, has done it. And, um, you know, I suppose uh, talk a bit maybe not do the course so much, but talk about my experiences and, and my gains and, and, you know, how it helped me and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's, it's pretty exciting. And, um, yeah. yeah. Well, um, what I'll do is I'll, I'll get you to send a link through to where they are, just see if anyone's listening to this and, and, uh, thinks that they might, need to do something like this as well because, I mean, as you said, it's something that people can use um, whether they are going through a rough patch or they're not. It's, it's about learning and, I guess, peeling back the layers of, of who we are and understanding because the older we get, the more experiences we go through and the more trauma we pick up along the way and all the rest of the shit that comes with life. Like, there there is stuff there in, in everyone and, um, we all can learn from it and become oh, better is probably not the right word, but I guess more understanding and, and uh, just learn from it each time we do it. And that's probably what you'll get out of it going forward is you'll learn yeah. more about yourself and peel the layers back as well. I guess the, the next question is, you know, can you help us out with some of the, the, the techniques and tricks I guess you use to keep on top of these mental health um, issues you've had in the past or, or ways that you stop yourself from slipping back into old habits? Yeah, okay. Uh, first and foremost, uh, COVID's been a good thing. Um, the pubs and that, <laughs> uh, the pubs and that haven't been open, so that, that makes it a bit more difficult to slip into the old, to the old base. Uh, but on a more serious note, um, First and foremost, probably um, my uh, my sort of my rock at the moment has been my um, my counsellor. Um, she, she's lovely and she's always there for me anytime, day or night. I can just call her and um, you know if I'm having a bad day, um, you know I can call her and talk to her. Or she she says just call call and yell at me if if that's what you have to do. Um, you know, um, so I do that. I've um, started doing running and um, training for the bike ride and all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, if, if I'm having a bad day, I'll get home and jump on the bike or, or I'll go for a run and, and try and stay fit. Uh, working all the time. Um, I'm trying to get, get my own little business off the ground uh, while working full time as well. So that's flat, that's flat out at the moment, so that keeps keeps me in line. And um, you know, I've got tight schedules and all that sort of stuff at work. So I'm um, running around like a like a headless chook at the moment. So I don't really have time, um, I suppose, to to fall into those sort of traps and and all that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, probably just keeping keeping busy is is one of my big things. I mean, um, by the time I get home from work now and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's it's six, seven, eight o'clock at night. So, basically, I'm 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 up. I'm at work all day, and and then I'm either home, out on the bike, you know, training in the gym, or or having dinner and, and going to bed. So that's basically what my days uh, look like now. Um, in between all that, you know, um, fitting the boys in and um, you know, seeing the boys um as much as I can and all that sort of stuff and. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably it, mate. It's, you know, staying busy and, um, if, if, you know, if you've got to go and see a, a, a psych or, or a counsellor or, or whatever it may be, um, do it, whether, you know, talk to your mates or, or anything like that, uh, um, do it because it does help and it, I've, I've, I've noticed that 
I feel a lot better after, you know, I've, I've just said, oh, look, it might be someone cut me off on the way to work or, um, you know, I, I couldn't find a fucking pencil, um, you know, to, to mark something at work or, or anything like that. Um, things that you probably think that, um, probably think don't, don't, um, annoy you that much, but you know, if you, if you have 20 or 30 of them in a day, uh, they, they do tend to build up. So I try and, I try and talk about everything. Uh, that, that's probably one thing that I learned, um, in the course, there was a few guys that were a bit reluctant to, um, you know, to, to say anything and, you know, they'd come there and they'd never had a prop. They never have a problem. Uh, you know, nothing happened bad bad to me this week um regardless of how good your life is or, or how happy you are uh, there there's things definitely on a daily basis that um do do annoy you or don't go your way um and they're they're probably the things that now i i really tend to talk about um you know that i didn't really talk about before because i didn't think you know we're a big were a, a big thing so um yeah i suppose um, you know, in short, just just keep busy, and uh, if, if you've got to go and seek, um, you know, proper help, do it. Um, but yeah, other other than that, uh, you know, if if you can't drink, don't drink. I mean, it's it's a lot easier said than done. It's taken me a long time to to be able to do that. Um, you know, remove yourself from the from the scenes that, that you can't be around. Uh, you know, I've I've had to. Uh, pull myself away from a lot of good friends and, and all that sort of stuff just because I uh, don't trust myself, I suppose, in that environment and all that sort of stuff. And that's unfortunately when you've got these sort of problems, they're, they're the prices that you have to pay, uh, you know, when things get this out of hand. So uh, it's yeah, it's not nice and you do feel like you're missing out on things and that's, I, I feel, why... Um, probably one of the biggest reasons why people do fall back into the trap, um, you know. But if if you're serious about um, if you're serious about getting yourself straight and uh, I suppose you know doing all the right things and actually changing, uh, you got you got to make some sacrifices. And unfortunately for me, it's uh, you know not seeing not seeing my mates and and all that sort of stuff. And um, I suppose it, it's it's it, it hurts me and. Uh, it, it, it sucks in a way, but um, I've, I've, I've sort of uh, brought other things into my life. Uh, you know, the ride, the ride's been really good for me. Um, you know, work, work's really busy and all that sort of stuff. So to fill in that, that void, I've, I've filled it with other things. And, uh, yeah, that's probably what keeps me, yeah, is, is keeping me going at the moment. Um, yeah, obviously along, along with all the um, professional help and stuff I'm getting and, um, yeah. How is, um, the relationship with the boys now? Um, because, and I, I guess this is a two part question, you know, was there a time where you, you thought I'll never see my boys again? Um, yeah, look, the things with the boys are really good. I speak to river actually lives a long way away, um, out in Flowerdale, which is, uh, along probably out past the valley. Um, uh, probably a good hour and a half from, from my joint. So it's a bit, it's a bit harder, um, with his mum working night shift and all that sort of stuff. And now her and her partner have, um, had a new baby. So that, that makes things really hard, but I, you know, I video call him every night and, and, and see him as much as I can. And, um, things are really good there. Things are really good with me and Bridie. Um, you know, we, we talk a fair bit and, um, you know, check in, make sure River's, River's okay and River's doing all the right things and stuff. So that's really good. Um, things with uh, Kylie and Bowden are really good. Um, you know, Kylie's uh, like one of my best mates and uh, has been um, somewhat of a, a rock for me through the whole split with um, with, with Bridey and that and uh, with Abby, I mean. Um, you know, she's been there and, uh, you know, I, I call her if I'm having a bad day and, um, you know, she, uh, yeah, she's 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 a really good friend, and uh, you know, I go there and, and look after both if she's if she's got to work or or anything like that. You know, I go there after I work out that way a lot, so I go there after work and I'll have dinner with them and all that sort of stuff. So that that's really good as well. So things there have um, certainly uh, turned a corner. Um, I mean. Obviously, I wish I could have River a little bit more than than, than I get him. Um, I sort of have him 
um, once uh, the first week of every every month, um, which is which is good. Um, you know, it's just something something little that we sort of st- that we sort of stick to, and um, you know, uh, something that I c- that I can look forward to, and something I suppose that. Uh, keeps me motivated to to stay on the straight and narrow and keep doing the right things because I know uh, if I if I step off course that uh, you know I'm going to lose that and um, I'm going to be back at square one. So yeah, everything with the boys um, and, and and their mums are very is very good and um, yeah, I, I couldn't be more thankful for for both of them and um, you know they. I put them through a lot of shit and, uh, you know, for them to still be there and give me a lot of support and uh, be the, um, you know, the, the good mums out of the boys and all that sort of stuff is um, is a bonus. You uh, you kind of stole my last question uh, there, which was going to be, um, you know, what would what would be, what would it look like if you weren't changing and you basically summed it up that you that's your motivation to – driving force to keep looking after yourself is because if you do go back to the way you were and the way you sort of have in the past, you know, the boys will be taken away from you and it, it may only be a short period of time while you get yourself back on track, um, but that's not what you want. You, you want your boys in your life and I think that's such an important message for, for anyone listening, for any parent who's really struggling with their own health is to put themselves first because you reap the benefits of having your kids um, on a more regular basis, which is which is definitely what I've got out of this chat with you because I know, uh, yeah, you, yeah, there's been times where you've obviously fallen off and the boys have been taken away. So um, I, I think that's a really important message for those listening that, that and I do know there's a few people out there that will listen to this um, because I'll be sending it to them. Um for them to focus on themselves because when you do focus on yourself, life um, seems to fall a little bit more in your favour. So, Yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add um, before we do a part three in uh, another year? <laughs> uh, not really, man. I think we've sort of uh, – I think we've sort of covered all bases now and I've sort of got everything out. Um that I wanted to. Um, I suppose the big the big message for me um, th- through this part too is um, well, definitely for me. I mean, um, it is loss. Uh, you know, um, slipping off the track and, and, and doing all the wrong things. Um, you know, maybe in the short term. Um, is isn't gonna isn't gonna be so costly, but if if you keep it up and you don't make those changes, I mean, I've lost, uh, you know, I've I, I mucked up two families because of it, and uh, you know, um, met 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 the one, um, you know, and unfortunately, um, I've, I've lost her as well. So, um, yeah, probably the biggest message from from this part too is um, you got to make the changes before. Um, you know, it, unfortunately, it takes it takes a lot for um, you know it takes something bad to happen for people to usually usually make a change, and it's taken me a lot longer than than I would have. And yeah, if 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 the listeners can get anything out of it, it's um, I mean, you know, if if you're just starting off on the wrong track, or or you're already you know a bit too far down that road, make the changes now because. Um, yeah, um, I've uh, I've lost a lot, and um, you know I, I wish things could be different, but unfortunately, there's some things that you can't change. And um, yeah, just just made it make the changes now, and um, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, you uh, don't end up where where I've sort of uh, ended up a few times, and um, you know, you can keep everything that that means a lot to you because. Uh, if you do keep going down that road, you you, you do lose it all, and um, yeah, it's not. It's, I suppose not a nice place to be. Yeah, it's uh, it's not. It's uh, it hurts more and then uh, 
you know, being in, in where you are and uh, I guess going down those poor, I guess those unhelpful habits and stuff like that. So it's it's best to focus on yourself, make sure you're right and you, you keep those things in your life so you don't lose um, whatever it might be. And for some it's not a relationship and kids at uh, work or um, parents or brothers and sisters, it's it's – Whoever's around them at the time, friends, uh, for instance, you know, I've, I've lost friends in the past because of the way I've been and because I've blamed and haven't taken responsibility and, you know, all of that. And um, so I think that's a really key message for not just rela- relationships and kids, but for, for life in general to take responsibility and, and take the action yourself. So um, I think we can leave it on that for today, can't we? Yeah, mate. Beautiful. All right. Thanks again for uh, joining me. Uh, it was a good chat. It's uh, getting cold in uh, Melbourne at the moment. So if you're in uh, other states and other countries, hope you're enjoying the, the warmth if you can get outside. Um, and hopefully this COVID-19 passes soon and, um, you know, we can we can all look after us, each other and, and hug, hug each other. Yes. So, <laughs> cheers for joining us, mate. No worries, buddy. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to Power, Strength and Vulnerability, the mental health podcast. If anything in this podcast has brought up difficult feelings, please call Lifeline on 13-1144. For any further information or if you want to bring your story to life, contact Shane at shane at vitalityfit.com.au. That's V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y-F-I-T-T dot com dot A-U.